Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Friendships are my ones that I need. What if I lose it all? Respect them. Put it back together. This is not just a television show, Lisa. These are my true friends. This is why my show is successful. That's actually not your show. It's actually my show. Okay, and I put your ass on it, so don't be disrespectful to me. Okay, let's not talk about that. Don't start disrespecting me. I don't understand. I do understand. I understand. I understand. Listen, stop making yourself feel more special than you are. We're all human beings. We're all gonna lose people. We're all gonna fall in love. We're all gonna have great relationships. We're all gonna f up. Stop putting the pressure on yourself. We're all gonna lose our parents. We're all gonna go to a tragedy because that's what life's about. So you've got to deal with it. You've got a beautiful woman. You've got every chance in life. Now pull it together. Go see somebody. Talk to them and realize how lucky you are. End the story. Oh, that was a moment, you guys, when LVP said to Jax that this is my fucking television show and I put you on it, so don't disrespect me. Woo! I got goosebumps. I got goose pimples. I clutched my imaginary pearls. I loved it. It's what we've been wanting the whole season. I wish we would have had that energy for the rest of the episodes this season. We got a little bit of goodness, a little crumb at the end of the finale of the uh, last episode of the season. We finally got what we've been looking for. I wish they would have had that the rest of the episodes. Could you imagine how good this season would have been if we were acknowledging that these people were on a TV show for all these other episodes instead of dealing with that love triangle with Dana, Brett, and Max that no one gave a shit about or the wedding that no one gave a shit about (laughs) or all the other storylines that no one gave a shit about? It would have been nice if we would have had this kind of vibe the rest of the season. Unfortunately, we didn't. It was a much ado about nothing this season, if you ask me. I mean, I didn't love it. I apologize. You know, I love the Vanderpump Rules. I love the show. But unfortunately, I think it's important that we recognize that this wasn't a, a great season. So we hope and, and we say our prayers at night that maybe next season they'll get back on board and we'll, we'll get back together, get back to business and have a good season. Hopefully, everyone involved realizes that the fans haven't really loved this season. And maybe next season they'll bring it. For now, we have to talk about this finale. You guys, we did it. We made it to the end of the season. Bravo to us. Bravo to all of us who made it through because we're the real heroes. Uh, At the end of this episode, I'll have a chat with Randall from Bravo's Camp Getaway. If you want to stay tuned for that after the recap, Uh, Camp Getaway is the new Bravo show with all about camp. It's all about camp. Surprise. It's called The Camp Getaway, and it's all about camp. So I talked to Randall Klein, who's on the show. You can uh, stay tuned for that after the episode. That interview is also up on the new YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Danny Pellegrino and the number one. So subscribe over there. Listen, I'll try to post some more uh, interviews as they come. Okay, so this week we open on Sir. Every week this season we've opened on Sir. And again, I don't think anyone really cares about what's going on. The happenings at Sir Restaurant, Sexy Unique Restaurant. Uh, we're given a lot of Brett and Dana nonsense. I told you guys a couple weeks ago, I've been fast-forwarding through a lot of the Brett and Dana stuff, so I feel like I've missed a lot of the storyline just because I couldn't care less about it. And Dana seems like a lovely gal, and Brett does not, but I, uh, you know, I wish them well. I just don't need to see them on the screen. It's too many people. There's too many people in this cast, and I just don't care. And so we're going to just fast forward through all of their scenes tonight because no one cares. There was some business about Max fucking five girls in five weeks. And I don't know who these women are, but you need to love yourself, girls. You need to love yourself. And if you see Max at one of these bars, maybe just find another man. He's fucking five girls in five weeks, ladies. So if you go up to Tom Tom and he's offering you the buffalo cauliflower and a night in bed, you grab the cauliflower and you run. You grab those buffalo cauliflower bites or whatever the fuck they're called, and you run, and you do not sleep with them that night. Take those wings and go, ladies. Love yourself. 
You do not need to hook up with this Max. Who are these women? Five girls in five weeks. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. They're also, meanwhile, at Sir, acting like Sheena's the scorned lover in this situation between Brett, Max, and Dana. And I'm just like, what is going on? Sheena's just working there. She's just trying to serve a table. And they just keep cutting to her with like dramatic music and stuff and acting like she's, I don't know, losing sleep at night over Brett and Max. I don't think that's true. Anyway, then we cut to Tom, Tom with Tom and, uh, or we see Tom and Max going to Villa Rosa. Tom Schwartz and Max, they go to Villa Rosa. And I got to say, we didn't recap last week, but remember last week when Schwartz pretended to want to shave LVP's legs? That was a real low point. And I just thought we need to express that and we need to get that out of the way and we need to discuss it because that was something. There was a whole scene where Schwartz, Tom Schwartz, who's married, LVP, who's married, he was talking about how he wanted to shave Lisa's legs. That's something that happened last week on the show. And a real low point, if you ask me. There's been a lot of low points this season. There was a lizard funeral at one uh, point in the season. And then we got all these men who are just lusting after LVP. And she's a beautiful woman. Stunning. There was a, a Bravo released a clip where it was like 10 years ago, LVP in the opening credits. And then this year in the opening credits. Hasn't aged much at all. She looks beautiful. But I think we need to stop with these young men who are just like so sexually attracted to LVP. They can't help it. They just are lusting after shaving their legs. I've never, I have a lot of straight friends in my life. I have two straight older brothers that I keep in contact with regularly. They're around Schwartz's age. Both my older brothers are probably on either side of Schwartz's age. And I don't think either one of them would say they really want to shave Lisa Vanderpump's legs. I just don't believe it to be true. So maybe we could stop that next season if we're making a list. I don't know if anyone out there is making a list of things we maybe need to stop next season. We should put that right on up there. Maybe no more uh, reptile funerals. No more lusting after Lisa Vanderpump, specifically wanting to shave her legs, because that's a strange kink. And maybe there are people out there that want to do it. I bet there are. I'm not one of them. But it's just maybe a little too far for my liking on the show. And that's just my opinion. This whole podcast is my opinion. So maybe you disagree. I get it. But we need to stop pretending that these men are just over there in Valley Village, just forgetting about their wives and thinking about shaving Lisa Vanderpump's legs, because that's not a thing that's happening. That's, I don't know who's writing that script, but it's uh, something that maybe you need to do a rewrite on if you're out there. <laughs> I know we're pretending this is a, a, an unscripted show, but someone scripted that. I'm not sure who it was, and you just go through a rewrite. Do a new draft and come up with something else, because that's a little too far. Now, we're introduced to this idea that we're going to do a Hollywood Reporter photo shoot with all the restaurants, the dog, Kennel, and uh, Lala's going to be representing the Vanderpump Dogs, which is a stretch of the imagination as well. And uh, we're also going to have the Sir people there. We're going to have the Tom Tom people for the Hollywood Reporter. So that's going to be a thing. We cut to Ariana and Tom post-pool party. They're at a beauty place. They're doing some sort of cupping work. I'm not sure exactly what that was. It was some sort of suction cups on the face and the butt. And I, I don't know how this works, but I'm interested. I did cu- cupping on my back once, and I'm not sure if this was the same thing. But I did it once. I got like a free Groupon or something. And they cup your back and they suck some. It's supposed to suck toxins or something. I'll fall for any of that. And I'm ready to go do this on my ass. As soon as this quarantine's over, I'm making an appointment. Ariana, if you're out there listening, please tell me the location of this because I need to go. Uh, there was an amazing moment here where Ariana's mad at Stasi because Ariana thinks that Stasi was talking shit about her house. And Ariana said in her confessional, she said, Stasi bad credit Schroeder is talking about my house. She said, Stasi bad credit Schroeder, you guys. Woo! I couldn't believe she said that. That was some good shit. And then it turns out it wasn't even Stasi that was talking shit. It was the other one. And I couldn't believe that she said that in her confessional. I was like, Ariana did not come, or she came to play this episode. I got to say something about the house, though, and I don't know why this was never addressed. Uh, part of the reason why they weren't furnished, I know they were ordering a lot of custom furniture, which does take a long time to arrive. But also, if you guys would have seen the Fancy AF Cocktail photo shoot, so I co-authored the book, Fancy AF Cocktails, with Ariana and Tom. And if you look at the book, even if you're not interested in buying it, which I encourage you to buy, but if you're not interested, I totally get it if you don't want to pick it up. But when you're strolling through Target or Costco and you come across that book, I just encourage you to open it and look at the beautiful photography that was done by Kelly Paleo, this wonderful photographer. And the photography is amazing. And I think it was either one or two weeks we spent at Ariana and Tom's house 
And we used that, their house as the set. So we didn't have to get a photo studio. And that's why we were able to get such amazing pictures because we saved money not uh, using a photo studio. And we did that only because uh, they agreed not to get furniture in the house right away. So we had that whole open house. So we brought racks and racks of drinkware and costumes and so much stuff for like a week or two uh, at their house. And they never showed it. And I think people knew that. uh, But I keep seeing everyone on the show say, oh, they didn't have furniture. And I'm like, didn't you guys know they... They were, uh, you know, they order custom furniture. We did two weeks of a photo shoot uh, without furniture there. It was a weird thing to leave out. I, don't, I know they left out all the book stuff, but um, I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, but we cut to Lala and Randall's house. And I got to say, I love their house. I do. It had a beautiful view. It's stunning. Uh, I would like to see more just house porn. I don't know. Did Lala ever do one of those, those open house tours? I need to see it because that house looked beautiful to me. I liked it. Stassi, uh, Katie, and Brittany come over. Apparently, Kristen Rage texted Stassi. And I got to say, they all need to put the phones down. They do. Do not text. I normally say you shouldn't text after, I don't know, 11 p.m. But these group of people, they just need to stop texting in general because they're all rage texting. And it's not working out for them. Just put the phones down, ladies. Why are you in men, gentlemen? Put the phones down. They need to stop. I will say, though, this Katie versus Brittany was some of the most interesting stuff I've seen this season. And it happened last week where Katie got really upset with Brittany for accusing her of uh, starting this other pool party. And she said, you always rage text. And Katie's like, yeah, but I do it for a reason. Jack's just doing it in the middle of the day for no reason. But I love this Katie versus Brittany. And it was an interesting turn. And then it kind of went nowhere. It ended this episode very quickly. But it was interesting, and I'd like to see more of it. I don't want them to force a fight or anything, but uh, I did like that Katie was also sticking up and saying, there's one person to blame for all of this. It's your husband, Jax. And it seems like this is always going to happen with Brittany. And I feel bad, but also Brittany made this decision to be with this man who seemingly can't seem to get along with any one of his friends. And uh, so Brittany's just going to have to do this her whole life. Her whole life. It's going to happen. It's not, I don't think it's changing. Uh, anyway, Stassi and Brittany stick up for Jax, which was a little upsetting. I don't know. I don't know. A little upsetting. Cut to James and his mom. Where's she been? The moms were so interesting last season. I love seeing the moms. Not just James' mom. Remember last season when James's mom said, you took your first steps at fucking Tiffany's? Where's the mom at? Why didn't they bring her on more this season? We brought her one episode of the finale. And I, that goes for all the moms, too. Dana Schroeder, uh, Terry Maloney. You know, I love Mason Terry Maloney. Kristen's mom. Like, all the moms should have been more of a focus this season. At least one episode. Because last season, we got a lot of the mom stuff, and I loved it. And then this season, we got none of the moms. We finally got mom, uh, James's mom at the end. She's sober for six months. She had cancer. She got a double mastectomy. Excuse me. James cried. I cried. It's a beautiful moment. We should have followed the mom, quite honestly. There should have been a camera crew on her throughout all of this. It would have been beautiful. Real life shit was happening to her. Real life shit. We should have followed that. It would have been so beautiful, heart, or heart-wrenching. It would have showed James, his mom, in a new light. I would have liked it, but we didn't. Instead, we just got this quick catch-up that did uh, make me cry. Then we cut to Stassi and Bo looking for houses. Bo says Stassi will definitely be putting down the down payment. Uh, Stassi shades the other farmhouses. We really do see these two do everything. We're seeing them picking out houses. And uh, then we cut to TomTom, and they're making this decision about the TomTom expansion. LVP's like, we have to make a decision right now. And Tom and Tom agree to expand. And it's $50,000, which uh, to a lot of us is a lot of money, right? But I think it's weird that we're acting like it's a lot of money in the relation of this television show, because these people, I would imagine they make more than 50000 an episode. I mean, they've been on this hit show for seven plus years. So I would guess that fifty k isn't all that much to them. They're all living in these very large houses, not saying that it's not a lot. But uh, we're kind of all pretending that fifty k is just like this insane amount of money. But to them, I don't believe that it is. I just don't believe it. Then we cut to the Hollywood Reporter photo shoot. I felt bad that Lala was wearing the Vanderpump Dogs uniform. I did, because I I don't imagine she was there more than that one time on camera. (laughs) And she had to walk in in that t-shirt. And Lala's usually always given us this high fashion stuff. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But she's usually at least doing something with the look. 
Later on in the episode, she was wearing what looked to be a negligee at the party. And so she's always given us a look. And so the fact that she had to just do this photo shoot in just one of those basic t-shirts that was from Threadless or somewhere, it was shocking to me, to my eyes, and I did feel a little bit bad to her. Meanwhile, that Vegas girl is there. She was mic'd up and all. What was her name? Kara? I loved when her and Sheena took a pic. That was my favorite part of the whole Kara scenario. <laughs> she just took a pic. Sheena's like, oh my God, she's me. I love that. I love that. But the Kara situation, I'm skeptical about. I think we're all skeptical about it, right? Because we're all imagining this is going to be a spinoff. This has to be a spinoff. I don't know that they're doing a spinoff, but it feels like a spinoff. That's all my eyes can see and think about because I feel like on streaming on the Peacock streamer or Bravo next fall, we're going to be suddenly seeing Kara in Vegas uh, with her group of friends. She's the Sheena of Vegas. We're going to follow her home to Vegas and we're going to get the spinoff. You know, I wouldn't even be surprised. I bet you what happens is the first episode of that Vegas spinoff, which I have no confirmation that's happening. But I would imagine that first episode will be like Kara at that party. And then we see her, we follow her back to Vegas. Like we see a plane, it follows her back to Vegas. And then she goes and clocks in at that Vanderpump Vegas garden. I bet you that's how that first episode opens. That's what I'm guessing. Uh, We'll see if it happens. We'll see if I'm predicting. But uh, she's there and she's mic'd. So then we cut to Ariana and Jax. I always have said I need more scenes between these two. Because we rarely get to see these two interact, and they both clearly hate each other. Very obviously, they hate each other with all every ounce of their beings. I don't believe they have one thing in common, other than Tom Sandoval. And I believe that they both despise each other. And so seeing them together, uh, Brittany was sitting down at first, and then she, she said, I'm going to go, I'm going to excuse myself. <laughs> she, does that, she does that Brittany laugh that we all love. <laughs> Can't do it today. Um, but Ariana says to Jax, I hate that Brittany's put in this position because of the text that you sent to Tom and to everyone in the group. And Jax, he just can't go toe-to-toe with Ariana. It's just not something I believe that he can do. He gets so mad because he just, he can't, she talks in circles around him. She says, the high road hasn't worked with you over the years. And Ariana just very simply and plainly calls out his shit. And I thought it was a beautiful moment. I loved watching it. Eventually, Ariana just like walks away in that stunning, uh, what was that, blazer top? Or what was she wearing? I don't know. That, it was sort of like a cape. I don't know what you call that. But it was beautiful. She called out a shit and walked away. And he just looked like tongue-tied. He looked pissed. I loved it. I loved it. Meanwhile, speaking of what the women are wearing, Lisa's committed to the tie work this season. She's wearing a lot of ties. Every scene, I feel like she's got a new tie around the neck, and it's with every kind of outfit under the sun. doesn't matter what Lisa's wearing, she's putting a tie with it. She could be in sweats. She could be in a sweatsuit, a Juicy Couture sweatsuit, and she's putting a tie with it, a bedazzled tie. She's committed to it, and I applaud that. I think she is really trying to make the ties work, and it's something that's uh, to be applauded. Then Brett and, Matt, Brett and Max talk. I don't care about that. Jax, meanwhile, for the picture, won't wear the Sir shirt. Britney's sticking up for him, and Jax gets angry, and Jax says, or Brittany says, Jax, don't start being, uh, like, you're, don't start getting short with everyone. You know, she's getting mad, and it's just, Britney's living in a nightmare. A nightmare that she brought upon herself, of course, because she chose this life. But it, she is living in someone's nightmare. She's living in my nightmare, for sure. If I had to be in a relationship with that man, it would be a nightmare. And here she is the rest of her life. This is, she's going to be sticking up for him, and everyone's going to be looking at her like, what the fuck are you sticking up for him for? He's being an asshole. He was. He didn't want to put the shirt on. Eventually, he put on a black shirt. And look, I know that Jax is on this TV show, and I keep saying we need to acknowledge that they're on a TV show. And Jax is really the one doing it. He's saying, I'm not going to put on a shirt. He's wearing a blue shirt. He doesn't want to pretend anymore that he has to work at Sir. So let's stop. Let, let's stop making him pretend because he doesn't want to work there. At the same time, though, it seems like Jax doesn't want to play the game of reality TV anymore. So that's an issue. But I get it. We're eight seasons in with these people. Jax then goes and sits and talks with LVP. LVP says, why aren't you happy? This is supposed to be the best year of your life. And of course, we're all shouting through the TV. Jax, go to therapy and get a handle on all of these emotions because you're dealing with a lot of emotions in a very unhealthy way. So I hope that at some point, since the show has wrapped, he has found a, a good therapist or a good person to talk to, professional, and he's working through some of this stuff. 
I could hope that for all of us. All of us. Then we cut to this one-year TomTom party. It's revealed that Kristen's now dating Carter exclusively, but then in real life, she's not anymore. And then Carter didn't show up to the party, which is interesting. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It felt like we were missing something there, didn't it? Did they break up after it was revealed they were together? I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, Stassi looked amazing. She was also wearing like this white blazer dress. She looked so good. I think that was... Stassi's looked good this season. I mean, she always looks pretty, but I feel like she really stepped up her style game. And I, I really appreciate it. She looked amazing in that, uh, in that white blazer thing, whatever the fuck that was. And speaking of whatever the fuck that was, just want to mention again that Lala was wearing a negligee. She was wearing a full-blown negligee. It looked like something that Blanche Devereaux in The Golden Girls would wear on a date or in the boudoir. You know, when, when Blanche on Golden Girls was getting fucked, that looked like something she would wear, what Lala was wearing at the one-year anniversary party at TomTom. That's what it looked like to me. And I'm not saying I didn't like it. I love the Golden Girls. I love the gals. And Blanche is an icon, a style icon. But didn't it look like something that exactly from the set of the gals that Lala was wearing? I don't know if she went and picked it up from a storage closet somewhere, but she was wearing it. It was happening. Then uh, we cut to Stassi and Ariana talking. And the editors were really shady, and I loved it. when they. <laughs> so Stassi was not the one shading Ariana's house. It was Lala. And so when the editors cut to that scene where Lala was talking about the house, they labeled her not Stassi. Oh, and I got a good laugh. I got a good laugh out of that not Stassi. Beautiful moment. Um, it was Lala making fun of the house. And Lala's been making fun of Ariana and talking shit about Ariana and Tom this whole season. And then, of course, we saw that one scene where Lala's like, you know, you need to be honest and open with me. And Ariana's like, you don't feel like a safe place. And it's like, obviously, she's not a safe place because she's talking so much shit about them. It's really upsetting. I have not liked Lala this season after what she did to Raquel, who I love, and what she's done to Ariana and Tom. I just can't get on board with Lala this season at all. And I used to love Lala. I hope the, I don't know, if the old Lala, I don't know, another version of Lala comes back next season. I also sort of feel like Lala's storyline has come to a conclusion. I, she's with Randall in that beautiful home. She just doesn't seem in the mix as much. I just don't know that we need her around. I'm not sure what she's exactly bringing to the table. She had that fight with Raquel that just made me dislike her so much. I don't know. I, I just doesn't. I, I don't feel attached to Lala. Do you guys feel attached to Lala? Like I'd be totally fine if she wasn't back next season. Quite honestly, I'd be happy with a lot of these people not back next season. Number one on that list is Brett and Max. You guys, I don't think we need these. A lot of the new people. I wouldn't mind if like Charlie and, and Danica and Dana were kind of popping in and out a little tiny bit on the outskirts. Uh, but there's a lot of people we get rid of. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, so then Kara, the Vegas girl, comes and sits down and tries to earn a paycheck in the spinoff. She sits down right behind Stassi and she's just making fa- She's wasted and she's making faces and trying to get in the mix. And then Danica, this was a very interesting moment to me because Danica sees the Vegas girl and is like, oh my God, she's getting screen time and I'm not. And so something clicks in Danica's head and it's like, I need to make a moment. I need to make a reality TV moment. And so then Danica goes after the Vegas girl and starts feuding with her. And it's just so funny because they're both feuding over the camera time. Uh, Kara is earning that guest star fee. And it seemed like everyone sided with the Vegas girl, Kara, instead of the woman that's been on their show the whole season, Danica. It's like, everyone was like, Danica, what are you doing? And I was like, what a strange... I was so surprised that they were siding with Vegas Girl. I was so surprised. LVP then kicked out Danica. She kicked out... I think that was the last appearance from Danica on the show. I don't know that she'll really be back. She might pop in again. Like I said, pop in or out. But I, I can't imagine we're going to see a lot of Danica next season. We'll see. We'll see. Then we cut to James playing his music with Lala. James then apologizes to Randall. Randall seems nice. I like Randall this season. I wasn't expecting it at all. I was expecting not to like Randall. And here I am, every time I see him on screen, I'm like, oh, he seems cute and nice. He does. I'm sure that's not accurate, but that's what I feel in my bones. Uh, They all make up. And it was so cute. There was this moment where Raquel was telling James that she was so attracted to him. She was like, I just am so attracted to you. You could see the love in her eyes. And I was so happy for those two. James looks better than ever. He looks so healthy in the face. He looks 
with it together, uh, he just looks amazing. And Raquel was looking at him with these loving eyes, and I just was so happy for those two kids. They've been through so much, and I think most of us would have ran the other way, especially when we got those texts. I would have ran the other way, and we were all shouting at Raquel, run the other way. But here they've come out on the other side, and I hope that they make it, and I hope James doesn't turn into that version of James again. I hope he stays to this nice version of James. He's still very funny and outgoing and, and crazy, but like in a healthier way. So I hope that he stays. Raquel was wet for Sober James, and I loved it. Okay, then uh, Tom Tom kiss by the picture again. I hope they do this every year. Love to see those two make out. You know, Brian Moylan, I don't know if you guys follow his Vulture recaps. He does recaps of Vanderpump Rules on the Vulture website. And he always does this fan fiction at the end where it's Tom and Tom like hooking up. And it's my favorite part of his recaps. They're so funny. But check those out on, on Vulture. Uh, but they uh, kiss by the picture again. Uh, Dana and Max, they then talk. I fast forwarded. Then uh, LVP gives a speech like she does every single season. Every season we get LVP behind the microphone doing open mic. Uh, they usually show that in the trailer. That's how they frame the trailer. It's like LVP giving that end of the season speech about how they've grown or how they've not grown and how they're in relationships and they're not in relationships. And maybe time for another draft of that speech because we've seen about eight years now. Eight years and we've heard it all. Seen it all, heard it all. Enough is enough. Maybe we do something different next year. Maybe season nine, we don't do that. Or maybe we let someone else give that speech, right? Maybe we let Ken step up to the mic. Maybe we let Peter step up to the mic. Maybe we let Raquel step up to the mic and give the overall theme of the season speech because we've seen it from LVP and she's done a great job for eight years, but enough is enough. Uh, then, oh, oh, Brittany in the Sandoval makeup. Oh, come on, you oh, Sandoval. Then Jax and Tom talk. Now, when they're talking, Jax says he broke down crying in aisle eight of Home Depot. And then Jax says, I'm like a handicapped person. So let me just repeat that for those of you who might not have heard me the first time. Jax said, and I quote, I'm like a handicapped person. So. (sighs) Then um, Jax and Tom say that they're done. They're taking a little break. Tom, very maturely. My Thomas. Thomas Sandoval says very maturely, I'm done wasting my energy and my love on this person. And I believe that Tom has been wasting his energy and love on this person that does not love him back, that does not want a relationship. And I think Tom should move on. This man has said such awful things about this woman he loves, that he lives with. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like Tom Sandoval has really grown throughout the season. And you guys, I'm biased. I love my Thomas. But I feel like he's shown a lot of growth. He seems mature. He's sticking up for his lady. And both of them, Ariane and Tom, I feel like they have sort of moved on from a lot of these friendships. And I don't know if they are in the same place. And I think it's the healthy thing in life to move on from certain relationships. And especially someone like Jax, who just is really not saying or doing nice things to these people time after time. Cindy Lopper's time after time. Time after time. Excuse my singing. <laughs> I haven't recapped in a while. You guys had to give a little song. Give a little song to the, to the crowd. <laughs> My voice has once been described as tone deaf, and you can obviously tell why. Although I do love me some Cindy Lauper. Do love me some Cindy. Uh, you know, my favorite Cindy song is All Through the Night. I think it's, it's from that same album, but uh, it's totally underrated. Go listen to it. If you, when you get off here, go listen to uh, All Through the Night by Cindy Lauper. It's a beautiful song. It's stunning. There's some great slower covers of it that have been done recently, but the original, I mean, come on. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. Okay, so then the Witches of WeHo talk. Uh, there, Katie says to Kristen, go home and remind yourself this is all because of you. That's what Katie says to Kristen. And then Stasi says, Kristen introduced her to all of her friends, but we're done now. And they show a montage of these pictures of Katie, Kristen, and Stasi throughout the years, the, the early seasons, and even before. And they were such good friends, and now it's over. And it is sad. It made me sad. The witches of WeHo are donezo, in the words of Stasi Schroeder. And I don't know. It made me sad. I, I don't. I I sided with Kristen this season. I felt like Kristen. I I got her a little bit, and I felt like they did her dirty a little bit, and they didn't. They didn't want to be there for her. I felt, and I'm sure there's more to the story than what we saw. But I think that it was sad, and it must be draining. I think I understand why Katie and Stassi were feeling drained by this relationship because this woman was going back and forth with this relationship with Carter, and Carter was obviously horrible for her. 
But she needs to make that decision on her own. And sometimes with friends, you need to be there for them. And it's, I think the point that a lot of us were making that were on Team Kristen was that Katie and Stasi have been in bad relationships before and they've needed Kristen's help. And we've seen it play out. We've seen Katie and Tom Schwartz. We've seen the things that they've gone through and he dumped a fucking drink on her forehead or whatever. Remember that scene where he just threw a drink on her? I mean, who does that to their significant other? And so Kristen was there for Katie throughout that, those times. And Stasi, of course, throughout the Patrick years. Kristen was the one that reintroduced Stasi back into the group. She was patient with Stasi. You know, Stasi left the show at a certain point. And then Kristen was the link that brought her back in. And so I just feel like Kristen was there for these women. And I wish they would have been a little bit more patient with Kristen. And maybe they'll see the episodes and they'll think the same thing. And next season, they'll give Kristen another chance. But I don't know. It seems like, it seems like they're done. I wonder if they're trying to phase out Kristen. I hope that's not happening, because I love Kristen. She's great on the show. She gives us the drama. I love me some Kristen Doty. Hashtag justice for Doty. We got justice for Chena now. Justice for Doty. Uh, anyway, then we get the dramatic theme song. So all these friendships are ending. And that's when we get that amazing moment. This is not just a fucking television show. These are my friends. This is why my television show is successful, Jack says. And LVP comes back with, this is my fucking television show, and I put you on it. We see this montage of all these relationships throughout the years. And this would be a good series finale. This would be a good... I know we're not getting a series finale. The show still does well in the ratings, so it's not ending. But it would be a natural endpoint for all of these people. And I don't know where we go from here. I don't know what we do this season. We still have a reunion to go, a Zoom reunion which the Atlanta Zoom reunions have been phenomenal, so I'm hopeful for the Vanderpump one. Uh, I don't know where we go. I don't know what we do. I don't know what happens next, but we're going to watch what happens next. <laughs> we're going to go to bravotv.com. We're going to watch what happens next. That's what we always do. Uh, anyway, you guys, thank you for listening. I'm going to leave you with my chat with Randall Klein from Bravo's Camp Getaway. I'm Danny Pellegrino. Find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. If you want one of the t-shirts or any of that stuff, go to everythingiconic.store and they'll be there. I'll hopefully be back later this week with a recap of New York and Beverly Hills. And uh, I hope to be back on Cameo soon. I've turned it off for the time being. Yeah. And again, thank you all. So many people have been sending me nice messages about my health and I I hope to be 100% myself very soon. And I thank you for all your well wishes. And I apologize that I haven't really responded to many DMs. I've been trying to mostly stay off social media. But I love you all. I haven't been able to handle social media, by the way. I I tweeted something the other day and I took it down because I was like, I just can't handle. I I don't have the energy for responses back. And also, everyone on social media lately seems so angry and upset at the world. And I get it. We all are. Uh, But let's try to be nice to each other as much as we can. Uh, I love you all so much for listening. Enjoy this chat with Randall. We talk about all sorts of stuff. We talk about camp shows. and So even if you're not watching Camp Getaway, maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't. Uh, but Camp Getaway's on Monday. We did this interview a little while ago, but I just didn't get to post it yet. You can watch it on the YouTube channel. Stay safe. Thank you to the frontline workers. And bye-bye. All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like, I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was a pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Danny, I can't handle this. Oh, my God. Well, I'm so excited to chat with you. I'm just fangirling, and I told you this was going to happen. 
<laughs> I did my cool down, but I'm going to play cool. First of all, how are you doing? Where are you? Uh, where are you at right now? In the city. I was, I was in Long Island to watch the episode, um, to watch with, you know, my parents. And now I'm back in the city in New York. I can't even have, wait, I can't even just go into conversation. Let me just start off by saying this. I have to, we have to clear the air here. Huge, huge fan. Love you. Love your podcast. Every time I need like a, especially with what's going on and I need like a reset and I just need to like laugh and just be like light I put on my everything iconic and I'm just like, yes, I need Danny in my life. Uh, so this is like, if nothing else happens from this show, this happens. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much. I'm blushing now. And I got to say, like, I'm really, en- I'm enjoying Camp Getaway. I was DMing with you about it. I like, I'm really enjoying it. I love camp stuff. Like I love I anything camp related and I find it so, re- it's refreshing to me. And I'm, I'm also looking for new kind of Bravo shows. So I'm, I've been excited about it. I know. I, I was excited that you were excited too, because you said the same thing as like, sometimes people are skeptical, even me to like get on board. Like we right. have to discuss like even the family karma. Like I just, I don't, I'm sometimes hesitant, but you're right because we need a little newness and it's so different. It's like right. a different it's, group. It's a different flavor. And I think sometimes with Bravo viewers that can be, challenging to get on board with something new because it's a different pace. You know, I was, you mentioned family karma and I loved the season, but it is a different kind of show than uh, housewives is. And it's some, some of the newer shows are going to be slower paced drama. Some of them are, might be faster, whatever it is, it's going to be different. I'm trying to even remember because we go back. I I told you we could talk, we have to talk shows. We have to talk camp getaway, lots to discuss, but I, um, you know, the other, I'm trying to remember if the other shows, if we knew off the bat that we love them. Like, I remember you talking about Summer House. Like, it's hit its, it's hit, it's hit its time. Right. I think after the second episode, definitely by the third, you're going to be like, okay. Like, I mean, I think there's very few shows that really, like, knock it out of the park in the first episode or first few. Even um, scripted shows. I think if you look back on something like Friends or, or whatever that's, like, a popular show, it usually takes them a little while. And by season two, three, they hit their prime. And yes. I think reality shows are like that, too. And sometimes I get frustrated that uh, these new shows aren't given as much of a chance like I, cause family karma to me is one that it's like, Oh, I like this world. I like these people, but I, and I think there's so much potential. What if we don't get the opportunity for a season two? Right. And the other thing is with those other seasons and we like you sometimes don't really know someone, you know, that story of that season, who they are. And sometimes it repeats and you're like, Oh, that's who they are. And sometimes they're like, oh, okay. They were like in a space. I mean, think of like Luann season one versus now. I mean, there's there's similarities, but there's definitely, we've been through some things together. I love that you know all of these. I love that you're just a Bravo lab that loves Bravo. That's my favorite. Oh, oh my God. That's why I was like, I, I was like, I kind of like, we need to talk Camp Getaway because we need to discuss. And yeah, I'm yeah. so curious about your opinion. But then I'm like, I get the chance to discuss with Danny, like all things that he yeah. mentioned. But I'm like 100% on board. Usually your opinions, I'm like, yeah. Like, good. Um, wait, so I want to know, what did you, what was your first like Bravo love? Oh God, you're going for the good ones right away. Do you watch, okay. do you watch all the housewives? Yeah. Um, you know, you know what? I don't watch. Okay. This is really embarrassing to say because it's a big one. This season, I didn't really get into Atlanta and I know they just had their reunion and I almost, and I even saw you post about it. I'm like, I think I need to re get back in that. Cause I heard this season was wild. Yeah. The see, I didn't love the season, but the reunion was the, for a zoom reunion. Oh my God. It was amazing. Zoom reunions are interesting. And then the other one you do that I don't is, um, Potomac. And I know you, you say a lot. Get on you, board with Potomac. I know. And I, feel, <laughs> I know I, I, all right. Do I start from like one? Like, what do I, I, Uh, Yeah, if you have the time, start from one. But if you just want to jump in, uh, jump in season three. Season three, four (laughs) are flawless. But if you have the time, go back so you know the people. And and, uh, yeah. I love that you can refer though to like, that's one thing. That's one skill. Are you like, you know, the seasons, like if I said to you, like, when did Bethany, because I'm a Roni girl. I mean, through and Uh, through, obviously. Right. Best. 
the best. I think, yeah, like Ron- the legends. Roni has like gone on. I, what we're in so we're so many seasons in now that occasionally they do sort of weave together in my head. But I can pretty much like I can pretty much call a season. Like season seven is when Bethany came back. Dorinda came in. Oh, see, you're so, I can't, it blends to me, but. Now I hope I'm not screwing that up. It might've been nine. No, it was seven. It was seven. Okay. Um, But that's like, but think about that. Even Dorinda, this is why I think it can get, like even with us, with the episodes as they air, but then as you get seasons, like you see, you see different colors, you know, like Dorinda this season, I don't, you know, it's interesting. Oh yeah, she's a different. We're getting a different Dorinda right now, and we're not getting, one that people really care for. <laughs> I mean, um, I love me some Dorinda, but it's an interest. Let me t- yeah, yeah. something uh, off the bat. She's going in for it. Yeah, it's interesting. And you watch Vanderpump Rules? Yes, and really? I I have to say, yeah, please. Every time you start your podcast, and I love it. You're like, I don't know what to say. You're like, I'm saying. <laughs> Because every week, Randall, I feel like every week on my Vanderpump recap, which is this is when our interview will air every week. I feel like I'm just saying, oh, I hate this show right now. <laughs> like, I don't want to because to me, Vanderpump okay. Rules was like the the tippy top of our Bravo programming. And oh. it's just crumbled so far. And so I say it with love because I just want it to get back to, be back to the glory. Yeah, I, I like I said, and this is not just because I really feel the same way. Okay. This is what I would say. You know, like when you watch Roni, I mean, you're taking notes, but like, you can't be doing other things. You like need cause you're going to miss a line. Like you right, can't, right. I've gotten to the point with Vanderpump where like I can multitask. Cause like they're playing baseball. I'm like, I don't even want to watch. Right. Whereas it used to be like, everything's going away. I need full focus. You're hundred percent right. Yeah. It's the, it's a focus thing. And we can feel that as the viewer, like those of us who like have been obsessed with it, we can feel our attention kind of like drifting. Totally. This is the first season where I'm like, there's scenes where I'm just walking to the kitchen. Yes, and, like, and like, I don't even care right, what's going on. And, and, and I, I love all them. And I just want their show to be better. I think it's because you kind of said it, like you said it, it's like, there's two. And again, now we said I, it, but now again, we who, said it. Who are we? Who, are who am I? Who are we? <laughs> well, you know what? You're a Bravo lab and I'm someone who makes a living critiquing these shows. So <laughs> I know. And I have to say, and it's, it's interesting to be on the other side. Let me tell you something, hearing people's responses to even like having my par- parents and not being able to like explain that. I'm yeah, like, oh, I, wow. Wait, I want to talk about this. How are you dealing with like the social media stuff? So okay, I told you, and my ADD with you is going to be everywhere. So you're going to have to reel me in because, yeah, we're fine. um, so after the first, so after you have a, Bravo, you have a great accent too. I'm going all over the place after where are you, are you from New York? I, I, I grew up in Long Island, but yeah, yeah I you, hear it. I hear it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. When I you said after, after, yeah, I don't know. Not I'm doing more of a Midwestern t-shirt right now. Are you kidding with Judy? Judy <laughs> Greer should have been the lead. Um, I DM'd you. I'll never be able to hear Judy the same. Okay. Sorry. I digress. So I, so I was very, you know, l- listen, I'm a, I'm not going to lie. I'm sensitive Sally. I, you know, I'm, I, I usually get along with people. It's like, so I already knew going into this, I'm going into a place where you need, they say right away, like crying sex or fighting. And I'm like, Oh, I don't, can I just be like the funny, like, I don't know. Right, right. Um, so I think after the first episode, they still showed me being me, which I was like relieved about because let me tell you something. It was a lot to take in. And it was like the heat wave of, I don't know if it's, you're in LA, right? So it's like last summer we had this one weekend that was crazy heat wave. So it was like that on top of the foot. I thought they weren't going to have me on to be honest because of the broken foot. I wasn't even thinking I was going to be going. You came so, in like Brandy Glanville season two with the boot on. Yes. Oh God. I don't know if I want that analogy, but yes. But <laughs> no, she was great that season. It. She was great. She was. Okay, fine. Yeah. I'll take it. See, yeah. I love it. You remember, but I didn't think I was going to be uh, like, I didn't, to be honest, I was like, I'm not going to be on this show. Like I'm not even working out. I'm like not ready. And then they still wanted me. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, and they're like, you know, we have a theme weekend. Like, let me go get my hula hoop skirt in the, closet for the luau like I don't know what I'm doing yeah um, and I was very overwhelmed but they still kind of got these moments where I feel like you could see who I am like my way so I was okay after the first 
and everyone I've gotten like kind of good feedback. So I still want to hear your take on the first episode, but after, well, you well, what did you think after the first weekend? You know, I, I love the setup of the show. I think the camp atmosphere is great. And I think with any of these shows, it's just gonna, it takes a few to like get to know the personalities. So it's like, I don't feel like I've really gotten a good hook on anyone quite yet. Um, and not that that's a good thing or bad thing. It's just, I, I don't yeah. know if I've really gotten like a good hook on anyone. I know. Um, but I was really mad. I will say this is a good sign. In episode two that aired this week, I was really upset at Neely. Is that her Neely? Her yes. name? I was so upset. Yes, I was so upset at fucking Trip. <laughs> I was like yelling at her when she kissed him. I was like, stop it. Like, you need to love yourself, girl. <laughs> and then also I was yelling at you through the screen when you were flirting with Adam. Is that his name? Yes. I was yelling, stop it, girl. Okay. Stop it. So let me, let me unpack a little bit. Yeah. So number one is, and this is so fun to discuss with you and your take on it. So, well, first of all, with, my, with the whole my parents thing, I wasn't going to be able to go out because I had a foot doctor's appointment and they were like, no, no, we're not going to like, um, I didn't want to miss Friday night. So like, we'll take you. And it's, it's a schlep from Long Island. And they're like, we'll take you. We'll bring treats. We want to meet everyone. And like those, like, and I'm not going to, deny that my parents always want to see where I work. I mean, they'll come yeah. to my school as an educator and be like, can we see the principal's office? I'm like, what? I'm an adult. Like, <laughs> but still, so they didn't really show kind of why. Why and, they and were there. Yeah. Right. Like it, it was, they were so cute that they did that. So I didn't have to miss Friday night and we're so excited to like meet everyone and see the camp. And instead it was like, but it's neither here nor there. I mean, I freaking it's love my parents. There. I would have liked if they would have explained your parents. So because I love seeing the parents and I thought that would have been a cute thing because it was cute when they showed up and I was like, oh, I wish we knew. A li- I, know. I wish we had more of the parents. Same. And it's interesting now to see how it edits because I talked a lot about that and like how it's so nice. And we like, my dad was like, what's next do we bring? Who likes what? And they were like, so, and then it just, it was a very kind of brief moment. It was kind of like, what is her parents doing? And I'm, and I'm not going to deny that they would just take me up regardless of the boot. Like they would, like right. my parents love to meet and see, they go to my brother, he's an, a lawyer and they want to see where he's working. Like they're like that. Yeah. But the reason really was, cause I had, I would have missed, um, I couldn't take the train. I missed it. And they, I went to being able to go out. So they were like, we'll take you. We don't want you to miss it. So it was really sweet. So that was kind of like, Oh, all right. Well, and then with the Neely and trip, see trip is really he's like, he's a great guy. He's such a great guy. Like we all needed him that weekend. His energy was just this. He's just this chill, lax. He's really sweet, but he's getting a lot of the same thing you're saying. Like people are not picking up on that and they're not happy about it. Yeah. But he's really a good guy. And they like, he lost me when he, did he say he was like, doesn't wear shoes or something? (laughs) (laughs) That's when he lost me, Randall. I was like, you know what, Trip? Um, I d- yeah. I died with that too. All the whole weekend, by the way, never a shoe. And he was wearing a lot of just different uh, clothing that didn't quite go together. It was like a lot of different. And I'm not a fashion maven, you know, so I don't know. But it was just it was it was like a lot of vest work, and then there was like a, oh, a hat going on, and a neck. It was like there was a lot of different things happening. And it felt a little bit like an assault on my eyes. So I was, and <laughs> Neely seems like a nice, beautiful woman. And I was like, I, I just want her to, you know, I, I want all of you to have, um, you know. And Adam, yes. talk to me about yes. Adam. Okay. Well, I have to explain this also, because there's so much that you don't see. And again, I'm not, again, it's interesting to be on the flip side. But right off the bat from weekend number one, Adam and I, like really, we spent a lot more time together than you see. So like almost every breakfast, they never showed you these like big buffet lunch things and the dinners. And we had a lot of time to just like, what, like him telling me about his family, what, what he does for a living. And we, I feel like talked more about real things than he got to with other people. Mm. And they, they liked that we had like talked and were connecting. So it was like important that I kept like kind of getting to know him. Uh, he was really like, you didn't see, but he would like carry me up and down the hill because of my boot. He was like, so going out of his way to make sure I was okay. He was being really sweet. So you don't, you got that little teeny flash at the s'mores where they show you a, a, you know, like cuddling in bed. And, but had they focused more on that, you might see like, oh, 
there is like a mutual, there's a mutual banter here. It's not just like me being like, Adam, Adam," you know, like, but it is what it is. And so was there any romantic feelings with him? I really, when I first got there and no heart, like nothing bad against Adam. He's a great guy. He's getting, you know, the whole, like, I did talk about camp goggles and the whole like five in camp is a 10. Like when I first got there, let's, let's be real. Like I wasn't trying to really just work or make new friends. Like, sure. You know, I'm older, like I'm going out here to meet someone. And I don't know if you could tell, but it was kind of slim pickings. (laughs) Yes. We're not, I'm not saying anything bad. Like, you know, Randall, I wanted hotter guys on this show. That's one of the things that I was thought was a miscasting because the women are beautiful and the, the guys are slim pickings. Although I will say they showed a couple of like slow motion shots of Adam in just like tiny wet shorts. And I was like, okay, I get it. You're going to get on board. He's going to cut. People are going to understand, but out of the exactly Niall's a girlfriend. Glenn is obviously not interested in me. So he's the only one. And the guests that were coming, I mean, nothing against the Kosh crew, not my cup of tea. Like I'm not vibing that way. Right. And I wasn't, so it's like, I, and you know, during the week I'm working. So it's like my only time to let out this like flirtatious and he was doing it back to me. Like to, you know, you didn't see him say like, you know, like ask to get drinks during the week off camera. So there was a, you know, I don't understand this with reality TV. I'm just seeing this more and more and maybe my eyes are just starting to open up about it. But I hate that we in 2020 are still always editing women to look like the boy, crazy, desperate one. And then the man, man gets to just be this, you know, the one who's ignoring the women because we're, you're telling me this is something that's happening in camp getaway. And we've seen it on banner pump rules with Sheena. It just, to me, it's upsetting that this is a thing, a trope. I mean, this is why I always loved you, but yes, like I think, I'm not going to say that I'm like not a flirty person, but I do agree that there was, they're even showing him in this kind of like player mode. And I'm not going to like, Adam's a flirt too. Me and Adam are both flirts. It was just like, he had more people around and I only had him around and everyone else was really excited about me meeting someone. I mean, everyone wanted that. And I appreciate that. So it's like, who else am I going to do this to? And there was a lot of real moments that we had. I think the next, I mean, I'm pretty certain the next episode you're really going to get to see a little bit more, but I'm kind of disappointed personally that like, you don't see that more. So you see where it's coming from that I'm like right. entertaining this and also uh, kind of having fun with it. Like let's look. Who yeah, else yeah. Is- yeah. Might as well. Who else is around? Um, what's to come? Are, is there going to be more drama? Like what's to come? So it, honestly, it gets really good. I think it's, it's getting get really good. You're going to really like it. Like I, and as a Bravo, you know, viewer, I kind of like can tell also. And I think, you know, there, there is some love. I don't know if I should say love triangle, but there's some definite triangle situation of flirtation and who likes who and some fights between us that start to happen more and more. And, you know, it's all love. Like I think we family love, but there's the things that we look for. Like, right. And you're going to want to know, like, I, like, it's interesting. The camp's so big, right? Like below deck, you're all there. So mm-hmm. we're seeing like a lot in camp. There are things that I'm curious to see myself, how it went down because I was mm-hmm. totally somewhere. I was in the boathouse and they're having this fight or this makeout and I didn't even see it. So I want to see it as a viewer yeah. too. Uh, I'm loving, loving seeing the actual campsite because that's one of the things that I'm finding really fun about it as a camp lover. Uh, I love love seeing like the lake and the the kickball games and like all of that stuff is fascinating to me. And totally. And that's why I was excited too. And when the show came up of all the things, I'm like, I can get down with camp. Like I, what's more fun. It's like lighthearted. We can't get so crazy. Having said that, I think, I think you'll see. I end up like at the arts and crafts a lot because of my foot. I couldn't even, oh you know, but, but there are so many good activities. That's also why I need a second season. So you could be like, oh, she does more than just stretch. Like, <laughs> stretching. How many episodes are we doing for season one? Do you guys know yet? I, I think there's eight. Okay. And it's, it's just, even for us, as you know camp wait so you went to camp obviously okay no. so i just love i went i've gone to i was a camp counselor when i was in high school um but i never went to camp as a, a kid 
Um, but I always wish I was sent to one. <laughs> My family. That was, is so interesting. I know. It's like so sad. I was always dreamed of going to a camp and we just didn't have the money. And like my parents never did. But when I finally got to high school, I got to camp council young kids and I had like the best, I like got to live out my fantasy of being in like a campground. And I just love camp things. One of my favorite movies is camp nowhere. Did you ever see that? I was just going to say that oh to you. God. Didn't I message you or something? There's another one that I was saying. Yeah, heavyweight. I love heavyweights. I love. Can't oh my Nowhere. god, that's d- best. It's so good. There was right? another one that someone just brought up to me. I think I messaged. She was like, "It's the best," and I forget. It's an old school one. And if you don't know it, did you ever I, watch Bug Juice? No, but was that before your time? How old are you? You're, it was probably before your time. No, I'm 34 now. I was 33 okay. when I found. You don't? Do okay. you remember Bug Juice? What was Bug Juice? It was on the Disney Channel. Oh my god, it was so good. Wait, I might know, but wait, Bug Juice was it like? Was it? Is that not camp. like Beetlejuice? No. No, no, it was like camp. It was kids at camp, but it was so, so good. Um, yeah, but so I, and the parent trap, of course, when they're at camp. The parent trap. The There's another one that I can't think of, but right. It's just like the camp, all the camp movies are the best. And and I have to rewatch Camp Nowhere, by the way. It's been a minute. And that it's was It's on like, Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. It is. Yeah, yeah. That guy that like runs it. Oh, it's so good. It's so do good. You remember, so all do you remember Andrew Keegan? Like the, do you know, did, you, did we not all love him as a kid? Like I like, was, we all loved him. What is he doing these days? I, I think totally he's like a religious cult leader now. He's like, no, no. <laughs> it's like, he took a turn. Um, but that's like he, Devin Sawa or Sawa. Remember like Casper and those, oh, like yeah, those he was guys. A, those guys were him Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes. That, those were like our men. Those were our men. Andrew, wow. Andrew Keegan, though, was like, to me, he was like the peak. 10 Things I Hate About You. Hate about you. That was him, too, right? That was him. And uh, he was Oh, in, my God. What else was I'm, he in? I don't I'm know, so but, upset about the cold. I have to look this up now, you know. I mean, and I'm using that term loosely. I could be wrong. But I think there's <laughs> some sort of like... There's some stuff going on that maybe is just not the path we would have expected for him. Oh, okay. uh, I (laughs) followed Devin Sawa, though, on Instagram, though, and I like him. He seems like a fun dad. Um, He's a dad now? Yeah, he's like a dad now. Of course he is. They're all like, I got to look. These are like fun, old school. But those, yeah, those camp movies were the best. I mean, everything camp was so fun. And I... It's also where, like, you know, I had, like, you do have your first crush and your first kiss. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just funny. The concept of it is, as an adult is so brilliant to me. Yeah. Like, it was just as soon as I heard about it and for Bravo, I'm like, oh, it really is. Right? It's like a below deck. Right. A little bit summer and house, a little bit, too, I think. Um, and yeah. I want them to show, I th- I'm pretty sure you will, but I think the more you see the dynamics, like, we love below deck because we love seeing the inside right right? and i think you're gonna start to see that more and it's gonna be very interesting well i hope everyone watches because i want a season two i want to see more of you i want to see more of the campsite and i just i'm hopeful because and i think we are all scared to jump on board with new bravo shows but hopefully people will give it a chance and you know just know that it is a different kind of show it's not housewives um, but it's, I think it's, it's really fun. And we like, I, I feel like it's time. You, you keep saying this anyway, like you've been saying it, but it's kind of time for like a new, a new show in Bravo. Like we yeah. love our people. Don't get us wrong. We love our right. housewives. We yeah. love our little blow deck. We loved Vanderpump. <laughs> we we still it. love the people. Yeah. We want Vanderpump to get back on track, but it might not. <laughs> but so we need, we need another kind of new grouping of, you know, right. young co-eds. Yeah. What? We need more young co-eds. Correct. And we needed some hotter guys on the show. That's what we'll do for next season. <laughs> we have said, we said, you're going to have to tune in. I can't wait for you to see which guests they bring out every weekend. Wait, did you see my mom's face when they go, it's an all girls weekend? And she's like, <laughs> I, didn't see, I didn't see it. <laughs> she goes, and then they cut to like geese, just like looking in the abyss. It's like, of course. <laughs> wait, she so are there hot, that. do they have hot guests coming? There are. Are you guys allowed to hook up with the guests? You know, what's so funny is I was answering so politically correct in the beginning because I was like, well, I think, you know, maybe we're not supposed to. And then I heard Adam on interviews being like, yeah. So, and I think you, you can, and it's also, you know, it's better. You're almost better off because then what if it's like a catastrophe and then you have to see oh, them right. every weekend. 
or the other way around. Like, you know, and as a guest, it's like, you, if you like them, you could take it back to the city or Boston or wherever. Um, so you can, you can, I think you have to just like, you can't ruin the whole night and like not be doing what you're doing. Cause you're with them. Right. Uh, Randall, anything else you want to spoil for the season? Um, I think so. Like I said, I think the biggest, the most exciting thing to watch is going to be some of the romances that form, um, and, and, and drama that, that goes Are you with involved that. in the, are you in the romances or who's, what, the, do, you, what do you think? Yeah, Danny? Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm excited. Oh God. Bless. But, um, so the, yeah, so may or may not be involved. Clearly that's my, you know, shtick here, but it, it is, I mean, I was not, not, Right. It's not not like I said denial. I'm not not looking. Yeah. Um, but I think that's going to be interesting. I think seeing also how some of the mentors end up, you know, like Monica and Adam end up being with the rest of the cast, and just how you know we handle kind of drama. Right. Because you can't listen. You can't go back home like a housewife and just be like, "I'm over this. I'm leaving." You know, you, and just walk off. You, you gotta hate, go back to the bunk. Do you hate anyone on the cast? Is there anyone like you hate? I am. Um, I actually love everyone, and we, you know, it's almost like a Shaw's thing in that, like, you're even though we don't know each other and we don't have that history, there is a family thing happening. Like, we're very much, yeah, a tight group, tight knit, and you, probably season two that'll change. Yeah. <laughs> Randall, this was so much fun to talk to you. Uh, Before I let you go, I have to ask you, what's your favorite Mariah Carey song? Oh, oh my God. I knew you were going to ask this too. I have to to say, I know it's the cliche, but it's the, it might be the all I want for Christmas just because just it's, it's classic. It's classic. classic. Uh, What do you say again? What's yours? Mine's mine's, uh, forever. It's from the daydream album. It's like a slow ballad. It has, you know, meaning for me, Um, but I love everything. I love every single song she's ever released. Um, uh, Also just curious what your type is. Like I ask a lot of people who would they choose for sexiest man alive from people magazine for people magazine. Like who would you choose? Oh my God, can we just keep, can we keep it in the Bravo fam? Because it's too hard to me for me to go big. Because someone's asking me this and I need your help with this. I think like the looks, like the aesthetically, I'm like a Carl Craig kind of okay. dark, you know, personality. I like, like I need someone who's like quick witted and like. <laughs> On Bravo? I know. I, don't. <laughs> I know. The I, Bravo I men <laughs> The Bravo men are slim. Pig. It's like the I have to like think of the housewife husbands. Like obviously, I'm, I don't want to be again cliche with the Mauricio, but like I know, someone who's like a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like takes care of it. Like like I need the like loving, doting, like in a way. Yeah. But that like has his own thing. Like is ambitious. Yeah, you know I really love Craig, and also have you met any of the other Bravo celebrities? They're Craigy, and I told you I went live with him in Austin, and I was. <laughs> It was like my second live. And you, if you think I'm like with you excited, I was, I couldn't oh even God. sit he, I think Craig is like even more handsome in person. Like he's stunning. Oh, stunning. met them all. Oh my God. Craig was stunning. And um, they're like tall. Craig right? is so much really taller tall. than he, I thought he was. Um, I need to like me. Yeah, and then I think, oh, you know, so this came out, the one that I reached out to, you're going to laugh. Well, one of them are going to laugh at, but I reached out to a couple people being like, Help! what do you think? Like, I love you so much. Obviously, like, Bethany didn't respond. I, I love you, Bethany. It's okay. I understand. We understand. She's busy saving the world right now. Saving the world. Yeah. Who, who am I? Yeah. But, um, and I did reach out to randomly to Barb because I feel like she's a newbie and she'll respond. And she did, which was really sweet. And she's like, be yourself. And then Colin from Below Deck, we had a mutual friend and he was super sweet and was just telling me what to do and kind of what not to do. And that's, that's all. And then uh, I, I, I had met Carl out, but like. That makes me happy that they were nice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And like, I don't know who else. Listen, you, you're in, you're in the world. You'll, you'll now put a radar out for me for setups. And then, you know. Right. You could do, give me the inside scoop. I will. I will. I'll think about it. Uh, Randall, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. It was so fun. Everyone can watch um, Camp Get... I was going to say Below Deck. Um, <laughs> everyone can watch Camp Getaway on Monday nights on Bravo, 10 p.m. Yes. Uh, I can't wait to watch more. I can't wait. Thanks thank for having you. me. This was so fun. Thank you. Turn
love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 